Hello, everyone. Glad you could join us on the Real People, Real God podcast. We'll spend the next little while getting to know God a little bit better by getting into the Bible and hearing what He has to say to us and through us. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. This is Pastor Tim Howard, and I am happy to have you here with me. Um, We are doing a, a series now on walking in the spirit, and this is episode two. And uh, so I, I'm excited to get into this. I'm excited to share it with you. And uh, um, I hope you uh, uh, really are blessed through this. Um, so go ahead and t- uh, take some time now and get your Bible out or your iPad or your computer, whatever you use for scripture and some notes. And uh, we're going to jump into it. And, and this time we're going to start with uh, Romans chapter eight. And we're going to look at the uh, at these the scripture here in this chapter that talks about walking in the spirit. So, uh, to, to just as a brief recap, uh, last episode we kind of episode one we talked about what it means to walk in the spirit, and and that there is in fact a clear cut list of walking in the flesh, what that looks like, and walking in the spirit, and what that looks like, and um, <clears throat> those uh, also give us some insight into where that line is. And uh, so that's really good information to know out of Galatians chapter five. So definitely look into that, study that out, that whole chapter. Uh, And it really gives you a good idea of uh, what it means to walk in the spirit and walk in the flesh. In the last episode, we kind of, um, uh, we, we spent some time in defining what it means to walk in the flesh so we could understand what it means to walk in the spirit. Because if we've not walked in the spirit or we're not 100% sure what that means, then how do we know what it looks like? So we went to one we know what it means. And simply put, we're human, we're born into sin, and we're really good at it. So if we go unchecked, if we leave our lives go unchecked, then we will by default walk in the flesh because of the sin uh, in in our lives and in humanity. So we actually have to make an effort to walk in the spirit. We actually have to make conscious decisions and choices every day about things uh, so we are uh, walking the way God has called us to walk. <clears throat> Excuse me. So let's look at Romans 8. Um, we're going to read down a few verses here, and then we're going to stop and, and, and talk about it a little bit. So there is therefore, and this is verse one, now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but walk according to the spirit. For the law of the spirit of the life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Okay, so let's just just kind of recap this here real quick. Um, So this this chapter gives us a a peek into walking in the spirit. And um, if we are walking in the spirit, we are not condemned. Okay, so the whole idea of salvation is, is that we are not condemned. We know as humans, without Jesus, <clears throat> everyone that does not have Jesus is sentenced to eternal punishment in hell um, because we sin. And 
uh, sin, the penalty of sin is death. And there's nothing anybody can do about it except believe in Jesus because he uh, took our punishment for us on our behalf. And by believing in him, we can have eternal life. Okay, so so we're not condemned as believers if we're walking according to the Spirit. Okay, so we talked about last episode, if we walk according to the flesh, the lusts of the flesh, then we are judged by the law. But if we walk according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit, displaying the fruit of the Spirit, then we uh, are actually um, uh, are not condemned because we're, we're not under law at that point. So there's no condemnation uh, for us in Christ Jesus who don't walk according to flesh, but we walk according to the Spirit. So we can't be condemned if we're doing the right thing. That's the bottom line. If we're living as we are called to live, then we are doing the right thing. Uh, and the, the the thing is, is that so many people are very hard on themselves. And I see this very often. And, uh, you know, I guess it's just lack of knowledge and understanding. And I hope to clarify that for somebody today. Maybe there's somebody listening that needs to hear this. Some of you are so hard on yourself, you know, that you're harder on yourself than God is. Um, you're so hard on yourself in certain areas of your life that you um almost desire a self-punishment. Uh, and and you allow yourself to get into situations because you feel you're no better than that. But I need to tell you that you are not condemned if you are in Christ Jesus. If you believe in him and have received his forgiveness, um, you're not condemned to hell unless you're living in sin and no better. Uh, you are actually bought, you are loved, you are treasured. Jesus died for you. He took on your condemnation. He took on all of those things so you wouldn't have to. And that's not to say we recognize things in our lives that we need to change, but I'm talking about condemnation where you're so hard on yourself. Uh, you punish yourself. You, you get, you yell at yourself. You talk bad about yourself because you don't think you're good enough. And, and that's not freedom. There's freedom and salvation. There's freedom in Jesus where the spirit of the Lord is. There is freedom. And I just want to uh, urge you to read through the scriptures. It says there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So it's time for you to say no to walking uh, uh, according to the flesh and what and what your body desires and all that stuff and sinning and and it's time to 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 make a change to do an about face and walk towards Jesus and live as He's called us to live and quit beating yourself up so much that you can't even uh, realize that you're loved by Jesus um, because He doesn't condemn you as long as you are walking according to the Spirit. So. Um, so we do not have immunity from current and future sin. In other words, sin still exists right now. In eternity, it won't. I mean, when we pass through this life into eternity. But uh, right now, just because we're saved doesn't mean sin has left the world. We can still choose to sin. We can choose not to sin or we can choose to sin. And if we choose to sin and know better, then, you know, then we can't really enter the kingdom of God according to scripture. We have to, to about face. We have to change our lives 
and and live as God has called us to live. The best we know how. We're not going to do it perfectly, but the best we know how. Um, so uh, in verse 5, for those who, are, who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. So this is how we choose to walk either in the flesh or in the Spirit. Um, we set our minds on the things of the flesh, or if we are living according to the Spirit, we set our minds on the things of the Spirit. So what does that mean? What does that look like to us? What does that look like to you? What is your mind focused on? Is it focused on some worldly desire that you have? Is it focused on sex or pornography or money uh, or food? Um, is it focused on um, how uh, you can impress somebody? Is I mean, I don't know. I'm just kind of throwing some things out there. But to be spiritually minded means I want to focus on the things of God. I want to th- focus on the things um, that make God happy. I want to focus on serving him. I want to focus on knowing him better. I want to focus on his word. I want to focus on trying to live right and make sure that I'm being an ambassador for Christ out in the world. Who can I help? Who can I tell about Jesus? Who can I pray for? Who can I do something good for? That kind of thing. And and so it's where our mind is, really. It's where our mind is, is what really matters the most. So an important part to this is what are we feeding our minds? Because what you feed your minds is what you will become. And, and that's that's so true. And don't ever think for a minute that you're super Christian and can, um, you know, walk away in a, in a moment from any kind of influence or sin. Don't don't be thinking that either, because you are human. You might be saved, but you're you are human, and sin is still out there, and there's an enemy out there that's looking to to nab you any way he can. So don't assume that you're invincible um, as far as sin goes, because because you're not. Um, but this is this is what it's about: is where we put our minds. What are we focused on? What are we living? What's our life about? You know, and and uh, feeding our minds God things feeding our minds the things of God, the positive things, and uh, refraining from feeding it fleshly things. And I'll give you an example. Um, I know some people that like horror movies, and uh, they, they like to watch them for entertainment or whatever. And then when they come to me and say, well, you know, this is going on in my life. I've got this issue and that issue, you know, and the, and the list goes on and on. And so my question is, is are you still watching the horror movies? And I know that sounds so much like something an, uh, an older person would tell a younger child. But let me tell you, folks, it's true. If you allow your flesh to indulge in the things that feeds it, the enemy will take that as an opportunity to say, you're giving me a door into your life because he's not going to play fair. He's not going to ask you, oh, can I come in and torment you? He's going to look to ways that uh, give him permission by your in engaging in activities 
that he created and that he lives with, lives in and uses. So back to that example of the horror movies, fear, you know, fear is a way in, you know, and people use fear for entertainment all the time. And that is a way in. And that doesn't mean he's going to come in and possess you. It just means he's got the opportunity to come in and torment you and, and rip your life apart in so many ways. Um, so that would be something that you would need to make a decision on. Do I want to let evil into my life? You know, oh, well, it's just, um, uh, you know, innocent entertainment. No, it's not. It's really, really not. And uh, so these are decisions we have to make. What kind of music you listen to? What kind of books you read? What are you watching on TV? I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, what kind of company you keep? What kind of uh, conversations you allowing yourself to get involved in? You know, there's a lot of things like that that we have to consider and we have to make these decisions. Um, don't think for a minute that uh, some of these things are no big deal. You know, don't think for a minute that um, some of the TV shows or movies you watch uh, filled with violence and sex and profanity and you name it. Don't think for a minute that that's just, uh, uh, you know, innocent entertainment because it's not. And, uh, you know, you think you're, you're, you're strong enough to say, okay, well, I'm just going to watch this for entertainment. I can overlook this and overlook that. Don't assume, don't ever play with your eternity. Don't ever just assume that it's not going to matter or that it's not going to hurt you. We're talking about eternal life here. Why in the world would we want to play with that? Why would we want to even uh, consider the, the remote possibility of that allowing ourselves to um, be entertained by sin and evil uh, to destroy or to uh, uh, cause a hindrance in our, in our admittance into the kingdom of God? Why would you even mess with that? So I just want to encourage you, you know, this is the decisions that we have to make. And it's either Jesus or it's or it's not. You can't have Jesus and you can't live for Satan, too. There is no ch other choice. It's only it's only one or the other. And uh, so those are decisions that we have to make. And this is where the rubber meets the road, folks. This is really where it's at. OK, so some people might be saying, but man, I don't know. If I can do without watching my show or my movie or playing my uh, video game, I don't, I don't know if I can do that. Well, let me tell you, first off, you can. Second off, the first thing you need to do is pray to the Lord and say, Lord, I know I need to get this out of my life. Uh, maybe it's a person, you know, maybe it's a, a, a sexual relationship that, that's not supposed to be. I mean, it, it could be a number of things, but that's when you ask the Lord, Lord, help me. I don't want to be in this. Help me to make the decision. Give me the strength, the courage, whatever it takes to get out of this. And then you start taking baby steps and you start working your way out of that situation and find another Christian to help you. But start working yourself out of that situation as soon as you can. It may not happen overnight, but you've got to try. You've got to keep on. Eternity is at stake. Your eternal life is at stake. So it's, it's time to walk away from those things. It's time to stop living and walking according to the flesh and walk according to the spirit. So um, so I know that sounds tough. I know that's hard, hard, difficult talk, hard, hard to think about, but it's biblical and, and it's, it's very serious. We cannot 
just play with our eternal life just because we want to fulfill the lust of the flesh on the earth. We've got to be able to draw the line and say, absolutely not. I am not living that way. I'm living for Jesus. We're not talking about being uh, a perfect saint because that's never going to happen. What we're talking about is getting out of the intentional sin, getting out of the things that feed the flesh. Because once you start feeding the flesh, the flesh is going to want more and more and more and more. And it's going to be hard to, to, to rein back in. So don't even chance it. Don't even make the, give it the opportunity. Just say, absolutely no, I'm living for the Lord. I'm living for Jesus. Um, so it's about our mindset. Where are, where is our minds pointing? What, what are we thinking about? What, what are our goals? What, what kind of life are we living? Um, so we want to, uh, to be determined. That's a good word to put here. We want to be determined to live obedient. And when we talk about obedience, you know, that's, that's something that a lot of people just, they don't like that word because who likes to do what somebody else says? You know, we want to all do our own thing. So we need to understand to be obedient to, to God is, means to, to, um, to walk according to the spirit, to do what Jesus did. Uh, being obedient means to, to love God first and to love one another. I mean, we're not talking about, okay, here's 600 and some laws like they had in the Old Testament, and you need to follow every one of them. No, the Lord's making it easy for us. He's saying, love me and love one another. And if you can do those things, then you won't sin against me. You won't sin against somebody else. You know, you'll, you'll serve them. You'll love them. You'll have compassion and, and understanding and you'll know good from evil. And, and, you know, so it, it's a good thing to obey the Lord. It really is. But we have to be determined to do this. How much do you want eternity with God? How much do you want that eternal life? Because the decision for eternal life has to be made now. Not then. It's too late then. But it has to be made now. We have to decide now that we want to live for the Lord forever. We, we, we want to, we have to decide now that we want to accept his offer to restore us back to the way he originally created us and to be with him. You know why he created us? Have you ever thought of that? Why did God create me? Well, I'll tell you, he created you for his own good pleasure. In other words, he created you because he wants to be with you. He created you because he wants to be with you forever. And that's his desire. And he's made a way for you to do that, to come back to him. And so through Jesus, we can all be restored back to him. But we just have to be willing to live, to make the decision now in this lifetime, as soon as remotely possible, because tomorrow can be the end of this lifetime for us. We have to make that decision in this lifetime that we're going to serve him, that we're going to follow him, that we're going to do the best we can to walk in the spirit and not according to the flesh. That's something we have to determine to do now and not live in sin, intentional sin and put that all in jeopardy. It's not worth it because once that door is closed to eternity, there's no way back. So that's something we need to think about now. So I want to end this episode and uh, uh, we're going to continue on in the next episode of, of talking about walking in the spirit. I, I just really hope this is blessing you uh, and I hope it's something maybe you can share with somebody else. Um, but Romans um, chapter eight is a really good chapter. We're going to 
I'll read a few more verses for it in the next episode. But um, please take the time to read the scripture. Take the time to ask the Holy Spirit to open your understanding to it and and realize that the reason that God does this stuff is uh, writes this stuff and 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 um, uh, gives us these laws and things. It's because He loves us and He's trying to preserve us for eternity. And let me tell you, we're hard people to preserve because we always want to do our own thing. But it's time to make that change. So I hope this is blessing you. And uh, uh, please contact me. Let me know what you think. Let me know what's going on in your life. Give me, send me a testimony. Send me something. You can contact me by emailing walkingfaith@outlook.com, just like it sounds, walkingfaith@outlook.com. Just drop me an email. Let me know how things are going. Let me know what you think about this. If you want to support the ministry, you can uh, look us up on Facebook. It would be Valley View Chapel. It's in Martinsburg, West Virginia. Just do a search on Facebook, and there's a way to uh, a button there that you can give if you'd like to support this ministry financially. So thank you for listening, and hang on for the next episode. Stay tuned because we've got part three coming up. God bless. We're so glad you could join us for this episode of the Real People, Real God podcast. You can support this podcast by visiting www.valleyviewchapel.net and click on the donate button. Music was by Kevin McLoyd. And my name is Tim Howard. Until next time, may the Spirit of God continue to teach you His ways.